Bem-vindo ao podcast do Bispo Frank Ochoa. Que você seja ungido a ouvir esta mensagem transformadora e os ensinamentos realistas do Bispo Frank Ochoa. Assegure-se de subscrever este podcast para receber novas mensagens todas as semanas. Deus o abençoe. Desfrute desta mensagem. Hallelujah! What a blessing for us to be here again, once again, in the presence of the Lord. Que bênção para nós estarmos aqui mais uma vez na presença do Senhor. This morning you are blessed by just being part of this service and just being in the presence of God. Esta noite você está abençoado só por fazer parte deste culto e por estar na presença de Deus. The Bible says in Psalm 84, verse 7, it says that they grow from strength to strength. Them that appear before the Lord in Zion. A Bíblia diz que vão de força em força aqueles que apresentam-se ao Senhor perante Sião. As you have presented yourself before God in Zion, Zion is the church, the place of God. May your strength be renewed. Assim que você se apresenta perante a Deus em Sião, Sião é a presença de Deus, que a tua força seja renovada. May your financial strength be renewed in the name of Jesus. Que a tua força financeira seja renovada em nome de Jesus. May you be renewed physically in the mighty name of Jesus. Que você seja renovado fisicamente em nome poderoso de Jesus. May you be renewed in beauty and in glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Que você seja renovado em beleza e em glória em nome poderoso de Jesus. Do you know that any time you appear before God, you go back more glorious than you came? Sabias quando vens perante a Deus, você vai mais glorioso do que quando saíste, quando entraste, perdão. Your beauty level is growing and increasing in the mighty name of Jesus. A tua beleza está a aumentar em nome poderoso de Jesus. The more you spend time in the presence of God, the more your physical body is renewed from glory to glory. Quanto mais tempo passas na presença de Deus, mais teu corpo físico é renovado de glória para glória. Abraham had a lot of experience with God, and each experience renewed his physical body. Abraham teve muitas experiências com Deus, e a cada experiência que ele teve renovou ele o corpo físico. At the age of 100, he could still impregnate his wife. Na idade dos 100 anos, ele ainda conseguia engravidar a sua esposa. The Bible says about Moses, he was 120 years old. Neither was his eyes dim, and his natural force was not abated. Ele fala de Moisés que ele tinha 120 anos e a sua natura, a sua força não estava abatida nem seu corpo nem seus olhos desfaleciam. The Bible talks about you know he walked with God and he was not in that he did not die. A Bíblia fala também de Noé que andou com Deus de tal forma que ele não podia morrer. So what I'm saying is that. The more you spend time in God, the more you appear in his presence, the more you are renewed physically, spiritually, from glory to glory. O que estou a dizer, quanto mais tempo passas com Deus, mais você é renovado fisicamente e espiritualmente de glória para glória, tua teu físico. So, any moment you have with God, you must value it because it is an opportunity for God to renew his strength, his glory over your life. 
cada momento que você tem com Deus é melhor valorizar, porque é um momento para você renovar a tua força e glória de Deus sobre a tua vida. Receive the glory of God, the beauty of God and the strength of God over your life as you have appeared before him in Zion. Receba a glória de Deus, a força de Deus e o poder de Deus assim que você apareceu perante ele em Sião. Father, I pray that tonight you will speak your word to us, bless us with your word, guide us with your word, help us to be doers of your word in Jesus' mighty name. Pai, abençoe-nos com tua palavra hoje, que nós sejamos fazedores dela, que nós fazemos, sejamos fazedores da tua palavra em nome de Jesus. Amém. I still want to continue on my series Obligations of a Christian. Ainda quero continuar com a minha série sobre obrigações de um cristão. Now that you are a Christian, a born again Christian, what are your obligations? What are your responsibilities? What are you supposed to do? Agora que és um cristão nascido de novo, quais são as tuas obrigações? O que é que você é suposto fazer? One of the obligations of a Christian is to be a witness. Uma das obrigações de um cristão é de ser testemunha. A witness of our Savior Jesus Christ. Um testemunho do nosso Salvador Jesus Cristo. And last week I spoke a lot about it, but today I want to share with you how to be a witness. Semana passada falei muito sobre isso, hoje quero falar com vocês como ser testemunha. How to be a witness. Como ser testemunha. The Bible says, and you shall receive power, as one eight, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and in the outermost part. Atos 1, 8 diz, recebereis poder quando o Espírito Santo vier sobre vós e sereis me testemunhas, tanto na Judeia, em Jerusalém, Judeia, Samaria, até os confins da terra. So this scripture is telling us that anybody who encounters the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Ghost comes upon your life, one of the first things it does, or he does in your life, is to make you a witness. Essa escritura está dizendo que quando alguém encontra-se com o Espírito Santo, uma das primeiras coisas que ele vai fazer na tua vida é fazer-te um testemunho. A witness, somebody who is privy to certain information, certain events, certain observations or experiences and has to share um testemunho é alguém que está provisado a certas informações, certas cuidados, certas visões e certas coisas que ele experimentou nas quais ele deve partilhar. So he said, when the Holy Spirit, when the power of God comes upon your life, the first thing you will do is to be a witness about Jesus unto Jesus in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is where you are, where you are based. Então ele disse uma das coisas que vão acontecer quando você receber o Espírito Santo vai ser testemunha em Jerusalém, aquele lugar onde você está baseado. And then Judea is the surrounding areas of where you live. Depois Judeia, que são as zonas à volta de onde você vive. And then Samaria is a bit further and uttermost part is the furthest. It's like anywhere you are on this earth, you must be a witness if you have the Holy Ghost, if you have the power of God upon your life. Depois Samaria. Samaria tem a ver com os lugares mais recondos. Depois diz também os confins da terra. Em outras palavras, basta te ver o Espírito Santo. Isso pode ser testemunha de Jesus Cristo. Now, a witness is somebody who 
is privy to a certain information or observation or an experience or an event. You know what has happened. You have experienced it. You have heard it. You are a witness. That's what it means. Então, no testemunhal, alguém que está privilegiado a certas informações, você viu certas coisas, experimentou elas, vivenciou elas, você explica elas. Now, I believe that if you are here tonight and you are born again, you qualify to be a witness because you can explain, you can tell us, you can testify about salvation, whether it is real or not. Se você está aqui, eu creio que você pode ser um testemunho assim porque você já experimentou, provou da salvação, o que ela é ou não. David said, come and taste and see that the law is good. David disse, provai e vede que o Senhor é bom. He was talking as a witness because he has experienced the goodness of the Lord over his life. Ele estava a falar como testemunha porque tinha experimentado a bondade de Deus sobre a sua vida. If there's anybody who can explain to us that salvation is real, you are the best person to tell the world that salvation is real because since you found Christ, indeed you have become a new creature. Se você, se há alguém que pode testemunhar que salvação real é você, porque você desde que nasceu de novo e encontrou a Cristo, tua vida tem sido melhor. That is why John, John, one of the closest disciples of Jesus Christ, he said in 1 John chapter 1, he said that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and which our hands have handled of the word of life, we declare it unto you. Diz que João, um dos discípulos de Jesus Cristo, ele disse, no primeiro de João, capítulo 1, disse, o que desde o princípio ouvimos e vimos, nossos olhos contemplaram, essas coisas nós declaramos a vocês. Em verso 3, said, that which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you. No versículo 3, diz, tudo aquilo que nós vimos e ouvimos, são as mesmas coisas que nós já declaramos a vós. So, a witness has an Evidence of seeing and hearing. Então, um testemunho tem evidência de ver e ouvir. It's either you have seen or you have heard. Ou você viu ou já ouviu. Many of us have seen things, wonderful things, things of salvation, things of healing. We have experienced it practically in our lives. Muitos nós já vimos coisas da salvação e experimentamos elas praticamente em nossas vidas. Some of us have not seen things, but we have heard things. We have heard, we have heard how God's power is able to heal and to save and to deliver. Alguns nós ainda não vimos coisas, mas ouvimos também como o poder de Deus é capaz de curar, salvar e libertar. Now, to how to witness? To be able to witness, you must declare what you have seen and what you have heard about Jesus. Como testemunhar? Para ser um bom testemunho, deves declarar aquilo que viste e ouviste acerca de Jesus. Your observations, your experiences, they must be declared. They must be shared with people. Because if you don't share, if you keep it to yourself, false prophets and False uh, teachers will come out with different versions about Jesus. 
as tuas observações devem ser vistas, melhor, as tuas observações devem ser declaradas, porque se você não declarar, falsos profetas virão também com falsos testemunhos sobre quem é Jesus. Em Marcos capítulo 10, verso 19, the Bible says, there was, sorry, John chapter 10, verse 19, the Bible says, there was a division therefore again among the Jews for these sayings. John 10, 19, diz, por causa dessas palavras, houve também dissensão entre os judeus. Many of them said, he has a devil, talking about Jesus, many of them said, he has a devil. Many of them said, he is mad. Why you hear him? E falando acerca de Jesus, diziam, muitos diziam que ele tem demônio, outros diziam, este é louco, por que que o escutais? Others said, these are not the words of him that has a devil. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? Outros diziam, estas não são palavras de alguém que tem demônios. Pode porventura um demônio abrir os olhos dos cegos? Listen, there were people who looked at Jesus and they say he was a madman. Others said that he had a devil. Those are their experiences. Those are the things that they were sharing and telling people about Pastor Jesus, Prophet Jesus. But there were others who also said that no. From the experience we have, from the, from the observation that we have, if he has a devil, he cannot hear the eyes of the blind. Há pessoas que disseram que Jesus era alguém que tinha demônios. Outros diziam que Jesus também era alguém que era maluco. Era essa experiência que eles tinham acerca de Jesus. Mas outros disseram que não, essa não é a experiência de alguém que tem demônios, que nós experimentamos, alguém que pode abrir os olhos dos cegos. You see, there are people who are always trying to come up, to come up with things that are not true about Jesus, about churches, about pastors. And it is for those of us who know, who have experiences, who have practical experiences of such things, of, 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 of Jesus and other important things. We are the ones to come out and tell the world that it is not what you think they are saying. Hallelujah. Há pessoas que sempre estão aí a declarar mais experiências sobre igreja, sobre pastores, sobre Jesus. Mas nós que já experimentamos Jesus de uma forma positiva, devemos ser capazes de levantar e dizer não, não é isso que as pessoas já não dizem. E a declarar acerca da igreja de Jesus e pastores. It is important that your closeness with Jesus, your fellowship with Jesus, since you found him, since he saved you, you might have experienced certain things from him. It is important that we go out there and declare it to the world that which we have seen, that which we have heard, we declare it unto you. Você já experimentou muitas das coisas desde que encontrou a Jesus e a sua experiência desde esse tempo. É importante que você saia lá para fora e declare para as pessoas aquelas coisas que você viu e ouviu. A essas declaramos a eles. Your experiences with the law, your experience of salvation should tell you that, listen, I need to go out there and witness to people and tell them that salvation is real. And once upon a time, I was a sinner, but now I am saved by grace. If you don't do it, who will do it? A tua experiência da tua salvação deve ser contada, aquilo que você experimentou. Deve sair lá para fora, ser capaz de dizer, antes eu era pecador, mas fui salvo pela graça. Se você não quiser, quem fará? In Romans 8, the 30 said, how would they know? How would they know? How would the world know? If nobody speaks to them, if nobody tells them, how would they know? 
Romanos 8,30 diz, quem, como é que eles saberão, se ninguém não lhes contar, se ninguém não disser para eles, como é que eles saberão? How would people know that God can save you? It doesn't matter how sinful and how wicked you have been, the blood of Jesus has the power to save you and to turn you into a new creator. A new creature. Como é que eles saberão que o poder de sangue de Jesus já ainda tem poder para te transformar e transformar em uma nova criatura? How would the world know that there is forgiveness with God through the powerful blood of Jesus? How would they know if you don't go and witness and tell them how you were once a sinner but you have been saved by grace through the precious blood of Jesus? Como é que eles saberão que há poder no sangue de Jesus para transformar ele de pecadores? Como é que eles saberão se você não ir para lá contar para eles sobre a tua experiência de salvação por meio de Jesus? So Paul said that which we have seen, that which we have seen, that which we have heard, we declare unto thee. Então João disse, aquelas coisas que nós vimos, contemplamos, a essas nós declaramos a ti. This is very important. Your experience with God forms an opinion about God in your life so that you can speak confidently about him. A tua experiência sobre Deus forma uma opinião acerca de Deus para você ser capaz de falar confiadamente acerca dele. In Luke chapter 7, the Bible talks about the disciples of John coming to ask Jesus a question that whether he was the Messiah, whether he was a savior, whether he's the anointed one, or they should wait for somebody else. Em Lucas capítulo 7 fala-se do discípulo de João a virem perguntar a Jesus se ele era ungido, o Messias, ou deviam esperar por um outro. Then Jesus answered them in Luke 7, 22. He said, go and tell John, go and tell John what things you have seen and heard. How got the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached. Jesus respondeu a ele, disse, vão lá contar a João as coisas que vocês têm visto e ouvido, que os cegos veem, os coxos andam, os leprosos são purificados, os surdos ouvem, até os mortos são ressuscitados e os pobres já anunciado o evangelho. He said, you are a witness of what is happening. You want to find out whether I am the Christ, I am the anointed one. Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. If you haven't seen it, you have heard it. Hallelujah. Se vocês são testemunhas oculares, também visíveis daquilo que está a acontecer. Se vocês não viram, não experimentaram, pelo menos ouviram acerca dessa coisa. Vão lá contar a João as coisas que viste e ouviste. If you have not seen it, if you have not experienced it, you might have heard about it. There is nobody here as a born-again Christian who have not heard about the exploits and the greatness of Jesus, the Savior of the world. Se você ainda não ouviu, então você ouviu, já ouviu hoje a palavra acerca dessas coisas. Não há ninguém aqui que ainda não tenha ouvido das maravilhas, dos poderes de Jesus Cristo, Salvador do mundo. What have you seen about Jesus? What have you heard about Jesus? Ladies and gentlemen, he is counting on us to go out there and tell people what he's capable of doing. Who this Jesus is? O que que já ouviste acerca de Jesus? O que que já viste acerca de Jesus? Não importa o que seja, Jesus está a confiar em nós para sermos lá fora e declarar a todo o povo quem ele é. 
We are witnesses. We are witnesses. We are witnesses. And a witness is into seeing and hearing. Somos testemunhas de Jesus. E um testemunha tem a ver com ver e ouvir. What we have seen, what we have experienced, what we have heard about our Savior, about King Jesus, we must go out there and declare it unto the world because that is our Christian obligation. Aquilo que ouvimos, ouvimos, é isso que devemos sair lá fora e declarar para o povo de, para o povo de Deus, porque essa é uma das nossas obrigações como cristãos. The Bible talks about a certain woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. She was bleeding without stopping. A Bíblia fala da mulher que tinha o problema de fluxo de sangue por 12 anos sangrava sem parar. The Bible says that she had seen many physicians, but she was never better, but she grew from worse to worse. A Bíblia diz que ela tinha tido com muitos médicos, mas nunca melhorava, só ia de mal ao pior. She had spent all that she had all her money, all her investment, she has tried to use it to consult doctors, physicians, gynecologists, but none of them brought healing to her problem. Ela tinha, tinha visto diferentes médicos, ginecologistas, médicos especialistas para resolver seu problema, mas nenhuma dessa coisa tinha trazido cura para o problema dela. But in the accounts of Mark, in Mark chapter 5, verse 27, the Bible says, when she has heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. Mas de acordo com Marcos, Marcos 5, 27, ele diz, tendo ouvido falar a respeito de Jesus, veio por detrás entre a multidão e tocou-lhe no manto. The Bible says, when she heard of Jesus, somebody might have witnessed to her. Somebody went and spoke to this woman. And when she heard about Jesus, who Jesus is, who Jesus is. A Bíblia diz, tendo ela ouvido falar a respeito de Jesus, alguém talvez foi ter com ela e declarou acerca de Jesus, quem Jesus era. Her faith came alive because of what she heard about Jesus. A witness went to speak to him, to her about Jesus. And that was the beginning of her turning point. A fé dela foi reavivada quando alguém foi falar com ela acerca de Jesus e aquela foi a virada dela. What happened to her when she heard about Jesus? Her faith came alive because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. O que aconteceu a ela quando ouviu falar de Jesus? A fé dela foi reavivada. Por quê? Porque a Bíblia diz que a fé vem por ouvir e ouvir da palavra de Deus. So a witness, somebody who has witnessed about the healing power of God, went to her and told her about how Jesus can heal. Então um testemunho, alguém que tinha experimentado algo com Deus, foi ter com ela e disse para ela como que Jesus podia lhe curar. I'm sure, I'm very sure that this person who went to witness to her might have told her how Jesus came into Peter's house and how he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of fever and how Jesus touched her hand and the fever left her in Matthew chapter 8 verse 14. 
Tenho certeza que essa mulher também foi falada sobre como Jesus foi visitar a sogra de Pedro, que ela estava bem cheia de febres, e Jesus impôs as mãos sobre ela e ela foi curada, em Mateus 8, 14. I'm sure she was surprised that someone who was sick of fever and lived sick in bed, and Jesus would lay hands on her, and the fever would disappear. She said, really? Tem certeza que ela ficou chocada ao ouvir que alguém que estava de cama com febres, Jesus só foi lá e impôs as mãos e ela levantou-se da cama curada. Acho que disse, a sério? Then this person went to witness to her, said to her, that is not the only miracle and the only healing that Jesus can do. But I can, re- I also remember that in Matthew chapter 9, the verse number 27, Acho que essa mulher também disse, não, neste não é o último milagre que eu posso falar acerca de Jesus. Mas também há uma outra história, Mateus 9, versículo 27. Ele disse, o witness said to her, then touch his eyes, saying, according to thy faith, be it unto you. Then he touched their eyes, and their eyes were opened. Hallelujah. E Jesus partiu dali, chegaram e clamaram dois cegos, dizendo, tem compaixão de nós, filhos de Davi. Entraram em casa deles, cegos se aproximaram dele. Jesus perguntou, crees que eu posso fazer isso? Eles disseram, sim, Senhor. Então Jesus tocou nos olhos, sendo eles a sua fé, disse, seja feito segundo a vossa fé. E eles foram curados. Who are not well, who are sick, who have sold everything. They have consulted with doctors to solve a problem or two. But none of these consultations have brought healing. It is time to present to them Jesus as a witness, someone who have testified and heard about the Jesus, the, the saving and the miracle power of Jesus, to tell them that it is time to come to Jesus and you shall be healed. Há muita gente, a Bíblia fala que esta mulher tinha problema de fluxo de sangue, gastou tudo com médicos, todo o seu dinheiro e vendeu todos os seus bens de casa. Há pessoas nas nossas famílias, em todo lugar, que pagaram tudo para serem curados, mas está na altura agora de apresentar a ele Jesus, dizer Jesus é capaz de te curar. The Bible says, when she heard about Jesus, what did she hear about Jesus? She heard about the miracle power of Jesus. She heard about the mercy of the Lord. He heard about how Jesus is so kind and caring and that he touches lives everywhere he went. He was doing good. Hallelujah. A Bíblia diz logo que ela ouviu a respeito de Jesus. O que é que ela ouviu? Ouviu que Jesus é bondoso, é cuidadoso e ele também é curador quando todo lugar onde ele ia fazia o bem. É isso que ela ouvia acerca de Jesus. Then they told her in Matthew chapter 12 verse 22 the Bible said, there was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him in so much that the blind and the dumb spoke and saw. Hallelujah. 
E também falaram em Mateus 12, 22, quando trouxeram um demoniado que era mudo e, e surdo e cego também, de tal forma que nem falava nem via. E a mulher diz que ele curou aquele mudo e surdo. E de tal forma começou a ver e a, e a falar. The Bible says, when she heard about Jesus, what did she hear about Jesus? Someone might have told her that, listen, this Jesus we are talking about, he's an expert of raising the dead. Someone who died the first day that he died, he, rose, he brought him back to life. Someone who died after two days, he brought him back to life. Someone who died and was buried for four days, he even called for him to come out from the grave and he came back alive. Acho que também lhe falaram acerca desse Jesus que tem o poder de trazer pessoas de volta para a vida. Como é alguém que tinha morrido por um dia, ou tinha morrido por dois dias, ou tinha morrido por quatro dias. Jesus falou para que essas pessoas voltassem a viver. Listen, she had seen many physicians, many doctors, because I'm sure people might have come to her that there is a specialist, there's a gynecologist at Hospital Central, at Ecole, at Hospital Privado. You know, people were talking about different doctors and special gynecologists that she had consulted all of them to be better, but that was it. She was never better. Eu creio que ela foi procurar todos esses médicos, gastou tanto dinheiro com eles, porque ela ouvia testemunho de outras pessoas dizer que há um bom ginecologista no hospital privado, no hospital do Ecole, ou no hospital central, mas a mulher disse que ela ia para todos esses lugares, mas nunca melhorava. And when she heard about Jesus, that was the beginning of the turning point of, his, of her life. When she heard about Jesus, when people hear about Jesus, that will mark the beginning of their turning point and their salvation and their miracle and their healing. Mas quando ela ouviu falar acerca de Jesus, aquela foi a virada da vida dela. Quando pessoas ouvirem acerca de Jesus, vai ser a virada da vida delas para sua salvação, livramento e cura. Dear Christian brothers and sisters, it is time for us to talk about Jesus. People must hear about Jesus. It is our responsibility. It is our obligation that people will hear about Jesus from us. Queridos irmãos e irmãs, está na altura de nós falarmos agora acerca de Jesus. Pessoas devem ouvir acerca desse Jesus. É nossa responsabilidade e obrigação ouvir Jesus da nossa parte. Else, people will go to the wrong places to seek for help which they will never get. People will go to wrong places for help, which they will never get. The Bible says, our help cometh from the Lord. Se não falarmos, pessoas irão para lugares errados à procura de ajuda. Irão para sítios errados procurando ajuda. A Bíblia diz que a nossa ajuda vem de Deus. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. It is time for us to tell people that Jesus Christ is the solution giver for every problem that we have in our lives. A Bíblia diz, sem mim, Jesus diz, sem mim não podes fazer nada. Está na altura de nós apresentarmos Jesus como solucionador para os problemas das suas vidas. In Matthew 8, 29, 28, 26, Come unto me, all who are heavily laden, who are struggling, who are tired of life, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Mateus 8, 29, Jesus disse, Vinde a mim todos aqueles que estão cansados e oprimidos, eu vos darei descanso, darei repouso. People are tired of life. People are fainting. People are depressed. People are disappointed. People want to commit suicide. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for us to go to them 
and tell them about Jesus, that he's the one who can give them rest for their souls. Pessoas estão cansadas com a vida, estão deprimidas, estão caídas para baixo. É nosso dever, senhoras e senhores, levantarmos e nos dizer às pessoas que Jesus Cristo pode tirar o cansaço da vida deles. Angels cannot do this work. We are the ones that Jesus is counting on us. It is our obligation to let people know that the rest, the peace they are looking for, it is found in Jesus because he's called the Prince of Peace. Não podem fazer este trabalho, mas é nosso dever, nossa obrigação e ter com as pessoas e dizer que é Jesus que pode lhes dar este alívio, porque ele é o príncipe da paz. When you meet your friends, what do you tell them? The WhatsApp group that you belong to, do you share with them about Jesus? Do you tell them about Jesus? What do you tell your friends? What do you tell your family members? What do you tell the people that you come in contact with every day? Do they know about Jesus? Quando encontras os teus amigos, os teus familiares, o que é que você fala com eles? Nos grupos de WhatsApp que você pertence, o que é que você partilha lá? Partilhas acerca de Jesus ou qualquer outra coisa? O que é que falas com eles? Let me tell you, if you can only share what you know about Jesus, if you can only share what you have heard about Jesus, it may be the beginning of somebody's salvation, somebody's healing, somebody's testimony. Hallelujah. Se puderes somente partilhar acerca de Jesus, será o princípio da cura e da salvação e do testemunho de alguém. Aleluia. There are people that Satan has killed with devils, with evil spirits, and they go around saying all sorts of things to discourage people. People don't trust the church anymore. People don't trust blood servants anymore because Satan has employed agents to go and speak about things. Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this pastor? Have you heard about that? Because of that, people don't believe in God and believe in his church and believe in his servants anymore. But it is time for us to rise up and also go and tell people that indeed God is real. He does wonders through his servants. Hallelujah. Satanás também tem se levantado nos últimos dias a falar e a declarar coisas sobre pastores, igrejas, de tal forma que pessoas já não têm bons testemunhos, já não acreditam em pastores, em Jesus e nem em igreja, mas está na altura de nós levantarmos e declararmos as coisas que nós experimentamos sobre Deus e Jesus. What have you heard about Jesus? Let us go out there and declare. John said, that which we have seen and that which we have heard, declare we unto you. What do you know about Jesus? Let us go out there and declare unto the world, and the world will never be the same again. O que é que você sabe acerca de Jesus? João disse as coisas que nós vimos e ouvimos. Esta anunciamos a vocês. Deve ir lá para fora e declarar aquilo que você também já conheceu sobre Jesus. This woman's life changed. Let's go back to Matthew chapter, uh, sorry, Mark chapter 5, verse 27. The Bible says, and when she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. For he, she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. A Bíblia diz, tendo ouvido falar a respeito de Jesus, veio por detrás, então, pela multidão, e tocou-lhe no manto, porquanto dizia, se somente eu puder tocar as suas vestes, serei curada. As soon as she heard about Jesus, as soon as somebody went and spoke to her about Jesus, the Bible says she took a decision. It's that if what you are saying is true, then if only I can just 
fight my way to go and touch the hem of his garment, I know that my problem will be solved. I will receive solution for this problem that has persisted for 12 good years. Logo, quem não viu a respeito de Jesus, a Bíblia diz que ela pressionou pela multidão por detrás e tocou-lhe no seu manto e disse, eu tenho a certeza que assim que eu puder tocar a veste dele, serei curado. Logo que eu me encontrar com esse Jesus, experimentarei a minha cura. Immediately, this lady went and touched the hem of Jesus. She was made whole. She was healed completely. Ladies and gentlemen, there are people whose healing are delayed because nobody has connected them to Jesus. There's no witness. There's nobody who has gone to tell them that Jesus Christ is the solution giver and he has solution for all their problems. É logo que esta mulher tocou na veste de Jesus, a Bíblia diz que a sua hemorragia cessou. Senhoras e senhores, há muita gente cujo testemunho está atrasado, porque ninguém ainda levantou-se para dizer a eles que Jesus é solucionador e pode resolver o problema deles. Today the world is full of wrong information. There is fear everywhere. People are afraid to even leave their homes and go anywhere because there is fear because of what we have heard. But let me tell you something. It is time for Christians to rise up and announce to the whole world that Jesus Christ, the Savior, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, he is still in the healing business. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and have and are heavily laden, and I shall give you rest for your soul. It is time to tell people about this good news so that they can run to Jesus. Hoje em dia toda má notícia lá fora, o mundo está cheio de medo, mas nós não devemos ter medo, devemos levantar-nos, irmos lá para fora e dizer a todo mundo quem é esse Jesus, dizer que ele tem o poder de aliviar todos aqueles que estão cansados e oprimidos, que eles devem vir a Jesus. People are busy talking about different things, but you as a child of God, it is your obligation to talk about Jesus. He said, you shall be witnesses of me. You, you, I'm depending on you to be witnesses of me. That is why a Christian, a pastor must leave topics on finances, banking and all these motivational speeches. Leave it to the world. Let us come back to talk about Jesus because that is our obligation as Christians. É nosso tempo de levantarmos. Jesus disse, vocês testemunhas minhas. Você, não qualquer outra pessoa. Estou a depender de você. É tempo dos cristãos, pastores, levantarem e declarar acerca de Jesus. Não falar de finanças, banqueiros ou qualquer outra coisa. Deixar essas coisas que são tópicos do mundo e falar acerca de Jesus. Em Marcos capítulo 5, a Bíblia fala sobre um certo homem que tinha um problema, um problema mental. The Bible says he had his dwellings in tombs and in the mountains. Marcos capítulo 5, a Bíblia fala de um certo homem que tinha um problema mental, que habitava nos túmulos e nas montanhas. The Bible said no man could bind him. No, not with chains, because many often he has been bound with fetters and chains, and the chains have been plucked and sent by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. A Bíblia diz que muitas das vezes ninguém conseguia lhe guardar, nem com grilhões, nem com migalhas, porque muitas das vezes ele repartia todos em pedaços aqueles grilhões e migalhas. E always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, and he was crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, 
What am I to do with thee, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God, and that torment me not. E sempre de dia e de noite ele andava em sepulcros e nos montes, gritando e ferindo-se com pedra, vendo pois Jesus de longe, correu, adorou e chamando com grande voz, disse, Senhor, que tem contigo Jesus, Deus do Altíssimo, conjure-te por Deus, que não me atormentes mais. The Bible says, and Jesus said unto him, come out of the man, you thou unclean spirit. And the Bible says, this man received his healing immediately. There are people who are like this man. They cannot settle in one place. Spiritually, demons have possessed them, taking them. They have their dwellings in wrong places. They have their dwellings in nightclubs. They have their dwellings in drinking baths. They have their dwellings on the street doing prostitution. No man can correct them. No man can tame them. It is time for us to tell them and to direct them to Jesus and they will find salvation for their souls like this man. Há homens que nem este homem aqui, que tem as suas habitações nos lugares errados, suas habitações é nas discotecas, nos bares de bebida, nas ruas, fazendo prostituição. Está na nossa altura de levantar e dizer às pessoas como essas que Jesus é o homem que pode salvar a eles. This man was cutting himself with stones. He was crying, he was in pain, but he couldn't stop it because he was under the influence of devils and evil spirits. And there are many people like that. And some of you have been in that situation before until Jesus came into your life to save you. Este homem, a Bíblia diz que ele cortava-se a si mesmo com pedra, com grilhões, até colocava grilhões sobre suas mãos e ele repartia todas essas coisas. E muitos de nós já se encontramos em situações como estas, amarradas de diferentes formas de corrente até que Jesus veio sobre a tua vida. You were involved in so many things that you knew were wrong. You were in pain as you were doing them. You knew you were destroying your life. But you didn't have what it takes to break out. It is time for us to introduce such people to Jesus. All the addictions, the evil spirit, the demons, they will bow, they will surrender, they will walk out of people once they find their feet at the presence of Jesus Christ. Muitos de vocês também estavam sobre mesmas dores, mesmas dificuldades, mesmas cadeias. E está na altura também de declarar e anunciar esse mesmo Jesus que te libertou para os outros. E todos os vícios, todos os problemas, todas as dores que eles passam, vai ser libertas para ir por meio de Jesus Cristo. Somebody was telling me last week, Sunday, after service, he said, Bishop, I was with a friend and invited to watch the service. And this lady was angry with her father. She had an issue with her father. But as I was preaching about dangerous sons, she, she was so shocked that it's like everything she was going through was what I was preaching about. And by the time I finished preaching, she had repented, she felt sorry, and she had gone to make peace with her father. That's what it means. People need the Lord. And we are the one to witness, to tell them, to invite them. Once they come and sit at the feet of Jesus, they will find solution for their problems. No domingo passado, logo depois do culto, alguém chamou-me e disse-me que estava assistindo o culto com alguém que tinha um problema com seu próprio pai. Enquanto eu pregava sobre filhos perigosos, ele disse que ela percebeu que tudo que eu estava falando na pregação é aquilo que ela estava sofrendo. Depois do culto, ela foi fazer as pazes com o pai. É isso que nós falamos. Precisamos que pessoas que estavam perdidas venham e encontrem Jesus Cristo para ser uma luz para a vida deles. That is why it is our obligation to witness about Jesus. And a witness is somebody who has seen. 
Let me tell you something. Anytime you are coming to church, anytime you are coming to be part of a service like this, you should have one thing in your mind that it is my obligation to invite somebody to come to be at the presence of the Lord. You'll be saving the person. You'll be changing the person's life. You'll be here. You, you are opening the door of blessing to come into the life of such a person. É isso que significa ser testemunha. Eu quero que você sempre que vier para uma reunião com esta, para uma reunião como esta, tenha uma coisa em mente que tem que sempre trazer alguém para este culto, para que é sua obrigação, para que a pessoa também possa receber a luz, para que possa abrir a sua mente, receber a sua salvação por meio de Jesus Cristo. Now this man who was possessed with over 6000 devils and demons that nobody could help as soon as he, he found himself at the feet of Jesus, all the demons left him, and suddenly he got his sound mind back. Este homem que estava mais possuído por mais do que seis mil demônios, de repente depois sabia de se encontrar sentado porque já tinha possuído a mente correta, já tinha recebido uma mente sã de volta. And this man said to Jesus, Jesus. From what I've experienced, anywhere you go, I want to follow you. I want to serve you the rest of my life. I want to follow you. Este homem disse, Jesus, por causa daquilo que eu experimentei, quero ir contigo, quero servir por o resto da minha vida, quero estar contigo. Let me tell you, there are people who are waiting for somebody to present them at the feet of Jesus for their deliverance, for their salvation, and for their healing. And they will pledge their allegiance to Jesus all the days of their lives. Hallelujah. Deixa-te dizer que há pessoas que estão à espera de encontrar-se com Jesus para depois das suas experiências a prometer a sua aliança para Jesus Cristo para o resto das suas vidas. He prayed and said, Jesus, I want to be with you. I don't want to be with dead bodies in the tombs anymore. I don't want to be in the mountains anymore. I don't want to be the drinking bars anymore. I don't want to be on the street doing prostitution anymore. I want to be with you. I want to spend the rest of my life, my days with you, Jesus, because of what I've experienced. Ele orou, disse Jesus, eu não quero estar mais nos túmulos, não quero estar mais nos bares de bebida, nas discotecas ou nas ruas a fazer prostituição. Por causa da experiência que tive contigo, quero estar contigo por resto da minha vida, Jesus. Then Jesus said to him in verse 19, Mark chapter 5, he said, no, go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for you. Go and witness to your friends, your family members. Tell them my mercies, my love, my kindness that I've shown you. E Jesus disse ele, no versículo 19 de Marcos 5, disse, não, eu quero que você volte para os teus amigos, teus familiares, anuncia a ele sobre as coisas que eu te fiz e da minha misericórdia que eu te mostrei. And the Bible said he departed and began to pop to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus has done for him and all men did marvel. Hallelujah. E a Bíblia diz que ele retirou-se dali e começou a publicar em Decapolis tudo que Jesus lhe tinha feito e a Bíblia diz que todos os homens admiravam. Jesus said, Mr. Man, you have an obligation. It would have been nice to just be with me and follow me, but you have an obligation. I save you so that people will know that I can save. I've healed you so that people will know that I am the healer. I am the Lord that healed thee. 
Go and tell your friends. And the Bible says he went to 10 cities. Decapolis means 10 cities. And he took people, Jesus, the savior of the world. And people marveled. They were shocked. And they believed in Jesus. A Bíblia diz que Jesus disse para este homem, seria bom que você me seguisse, mas tens uma missão. E essa tua missão, a Bíblia diz que ele foi para Decápolis anunciar acerca de Jesus, dez cidades, e ele anunciou que Jesus é o Salvador do mundo, Jesus cura. What has the Lord done for you? What miracle has he performed in your life? O que, é que o Senhor já fez por ti? Qual é o milagre que ele trouxe para a tua vida? Have you received the compassion, the compassion, Passion, the, the mercies of God over your life. Será que não recebeste a compaixão e a misericórdia de Deus na tua vida? Has God touched you? Has God blessed you? Have you been delivered? Has demons left you through the power of God? Será que Deus não te tocou? Demons não te livraram, não te deixaram por meio do poder de Deus? What have you experienced in God? What have you tasted in Christ? What are your experiences? Jesus is saying, go and tell your friends, you are my witness. Go and tell your friends the great things that I have done for you, including the grace of salvation, which is the greatest miracle of all times. Quais foram todas as tuas experiências? O que você já passou e livrado delas? Jesus disse, vai contar aos seus amigos. Declara os grandes poderes que você experimentou, incluindo o poder da salvação que você experimentou. God is a God of purpose. Anything he does is for a reason. He saved you so that you can testify about his salvation. He healed you so that you can testify about his healing. He delivered you so that you can testify about his deliverance power. Deus é um Deus de propósito. Ele te salvou para você declarar acerca do poder dele da salvação. Ele te curou e te livrou para você também poder declarar sobre o poder dele de cura e livramento. And so friends are waiting for you. Your neighbors are waiting for you. Your uncles, your friends, your family members, they are all waiting for you. Jesus is saying, go and witness to them and tell them great things. Don't go and share anything. You go and tell them the things Jesus has done for you specifically. Teus amigos, colegas, familiares estão à espera de ti. Vai eles e diga eles grandes coisas que o Senhor fez por ti especificamente. Some of you think that you need to know a lot of scriptures. I need to finish memorizing John 3, 16, 17, and 18, and 19. I need to finish memorizing John 1, 12, and Romans 6, 23, and Romans 6, 26. Alguns de vocês pensam que devem saber muitas coisas, que devem acabar de memorizar John 3, 16, Romans 6, 23, Romans 3, 23. Before I can go out and witness, let me tell you something. This man didn't, know, didn't need to know any scriptures. Jesus said, Go and tell your friends how great things the Lord has done for thee. Tell them how you used to move from one man to the other, looking for love and looking for, 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 for whatever, but you never found them. Conta para eles como você saia de homem após homem, procura de amor, procura não sei lá de quê, mas nunca apanhaste. Go and tell them how you were always depressed. Every day of your life you were depressed. And then you started drinking and you didn't want to leave your house and you became suicidal until you found Christ. And now you are a peaceful person. Go and tell them. 
Vá contar para eles como você estava sempre a beber, até pensaste em sair de casa, já pensaste em pensamentos de suicídio, até que ele veio sobre a tua vida. Venha e vai e conta a eles. Go and tell them how as a young man you never thought that you could control your sexual feelings. You were jumping from one lady to the other until you found Christ and he delivered you from the spirit of lust. And now by the grace of God, you have moved away from that lifestyle. Vai contar para eles como você, como jovem, nunca pensou que podia controlar os seus desejos sexuais, como andavas de mulher para outra, até que encontrar Jesus Cristo, ele te livrou desse estilo de vida. Go and tell them how great things the Lord has done for you. That is your obligation as a born again Christian. We must tell them, we must tell them, we must tell them. Disse, vai, conta ele quão grandes coisas o Senhor fez para ti. Essa é uma das nossas obrigações como cristão. Nós devemos dizer a eles. Devemos dizer a eles. And when people hear about what Jesus has done in our lives and what he can do for them, they will marvel, they will believe in him, they will follow him, they will surrender their life unto Jesus. E quando as pessoas ouvirem as grandes coisas que Jesus fez sobre nossas vidas, vão crer nele, vão ficar espantados e maravilhados e vão seguir Jesus. Paul told Timothy, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, this is what he said to him. Paul disse isso para Timothy 1, versículo 9, disse para Timothy. In verse 8, he said, in verse 8, he said, be not therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God. No versículo 8, disse, porque não tem vergonha do testemunho de nosso Senhor, nem de mim, seu prisioneiro, que seu. Antes, participa comigo no seu enfermeiro de evangelho segundo o poder de Deus. You see, when, when Paul was writing this to Timothy, he was in prison. They had arrested him, he was in prison. Can you imagine your pastor is in prison? It's, 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 it's almost like it's a shame for your pastor to be associated with prisoners. People have been arrested and put in jail. But he said, don't be ashamed of me, his prisoner. Don't also be ashamed of the testimony of the Lord Jesus. Go out there and talk about Jesus. Talk about me also. Quando Paulo estava a escrever essa escritura, ele estava na prisão. Imagina até o pastor estar na prisão. Que experiência seria? Mas Paulo disse para Timóteo, disse, vai lá pregar acerca de Jesus. Não tem vergonha do evangelho, nem Deus sou prisioneiro. Prega acerca desse Jesus. He said, don't be ashamed of my afflictions. Let people know that I am a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel. They have arrested me. Me, they are mistreating me, they are abusing me, they are accusing me just because I am a partaker of the affliction of the gospel. I'm a preacher. That is why they are treating me that way. Tell them, don't be ashamed to say it. This nem fique envergonhado dos meus sofrimentos no evangelho. Vá lá dizer para o povo que eu sou prisioneiro de Jesus Cristo, que essa é a razão pela qual me meteram na prisão. E prega acerca desse evangelho, não se envergonhe dele. Say, don't be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Don't be ashamed to stand anywhere and testify about Jesus. Why? In verse 9 says, because he's the one who has saved us and called us with the holy calling, not according to our ways, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. 
Disse, vá lá, não tenha vergonha do evangelho, porque, no versículo 9 diz, porque ele nos salvou, e nos chamou para uma santa vocação, no qual, segundo as suas obras, nós fomos como propósito da sua graça. He said, look at the way God has sent us. Look at the way he has called us with the holy calling. Look at the way he has separated us from our friends, our unbelieving friends, our unbelieving family members. Look at this grace. It is for a purpose. It's for a reason. That is why we cannot keep quiet. Diz, olha como Deus nos salvou, olha para a nossa santa vocação, como Deus separou-nos dos nossos amigos, dos nossos familiares. Não podemos ficar calados. And in verse 10, he said that the appearing of Jesus Christ has abolished death, eternal death in our lives, and he has brought life and immortality to life through the gospel. In verse 10, he said that the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ destroyed the death and brought life and immortality through the gospel. I like verse 11. He said, whereunto, because of that, I am appointed a preacher. I am appointed an apostle. I am appointed a teacher of the Gentiles. This is no qual, versículo 11, que eu amo bastante, this is no qual fui constituído pregador, fui constituído apóstolo e mestre de evangelho de Jesus Cristo. He said, that's why I decided to be a preacher. I want to be a witness. I want to witness about Jesus. I want to preach about him. I want to talk about him because he has, he has aborted death. And brought life in immortality through the light of the gospel. This is because of this que eu quero ser um pregador, quero ensinar acerca desse Jesus, porque ele aboliu a morte por meio dessa pregação de Jesus Cristo. That is why you must be a preacher. Don't be ashamed to be a pastor, to be a shepherd, to be a preacher, to preach to your friends in the class, in the in the workplace, everywhere you find yourself. Don't be ashamed to identify yourself. As a preacher, because it is your obligation to be a witness about Jesus Christ. É por isso que deve ser pregador. Não sinta vergonha de ser pregador no teu serviço, na tua escola ou qualquer lugar onde você se encontrar, porque você esta é uma das tuas obrigações de ser pregador, mestre e apóstolo para Jesus Cristo. Some of you call yourself Christians, but in your office, nobody even knows that you are Christian. Nobody knows that on Sunday you go to church. Nobody knows that you are a strong believer. You are ashamed of the gospel. You are you don't want to identify yourself with Christians in your office. So every corrupt practice they involve you in. What a shame. Alguns de vocês ninguém sabe até que você é cristão no teu escritório, na tua escola, em qualquer lugar. Ninguém sabe que você vai à igreja nos domingos. Que vergonha é, porque até quando fazem coisas corruptas lá, te envolvem lá e você não diz nada. Que vergonha. When people are speaking and lambasting Churches and pastors, you join them, you sit there unconcerned. But let me tell you something. If you are a witness of Jesus, you will defend his church. You will defend his servants. You will never join the wickedness of the devil to destroy God's temple and to destroy God's people. Quando estão a mandar vir com pastores e igrejas, você fica lá também sentado a ouvir. Mas quando você está a ser do Deus, você não vai permitir. Não vai estar sentado só a assistir pessoas a gozarem, a zombarem da igreja de Deus. Look at how God has blessed you by introducing a pastor into your life. Since you found a pastor, your mind is working well. You are thinking correctly now. How come that now when people are insulting pastors, you stand there and look? 
You don't defend them. Sometimes you even join them to throw stones at them. What a shame. Olha como Deus te abençoou por intermédio de um pastor e agora você está no meio de pessoas que estão a gozar e a mandar vir acerca de pastores. Você senta ali no meio deles só assistir ou até às vezes se junta com eles. Que vergonha. Look at how sometimes you sit aloof as people are throwing stones against the church and the body of Christ and the family of God of which you are part of, of which you have benefited. Probably you found a wife, you found friends, you have even found job contacts through the church. Yet you don't talk about the church of God. What a shame. Olha como você senta de, senta, assim, de qualquer maneira, enquanto pessoas estão a falar mal da igreja, falar mal do pastor na qual você beneficiou, talvez do teu negócio, tua escola, até mesmo tua esposa, você encontrou ela na igreja e você fica aí sentado desconcernido. Que vergonha. You say you are born again, yet you join people who make fun of churches, who make fun of pastors, who throw stones at churches and at pastors. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not a sign that you are born again. A born again Christian is a witness of God, his house, his church, and how he came into the world to save us through his salvation, through his servants, the prophets. Você diz que é nascido de novo, mas pessoas estão a gozar da igreja, você senta aí despreocupado. Isso não é um sinal de alguém que é nascido de novo. É alguém nascido de novo, é alguém que sabe Jesus Cristo veio para o mundo e salvou-lhe por meio da igreja. May you be a witness in Jesus' name. Que você seja testemunha em nome de Jesus. God is looking for witnesses. I hope you be one of them he can depend on. You be one of them that he can trust. You be one of them who go out there and tell people about him. Deus está procurando testemunhas. Eu espero que você seja um deles que vai sair lá para fora e declarar acerca dele. May God grant you the grace to be a witness and to go out there and tell everybody, to tell everybody about Jesus and the great things he has done in your life and the life of others. In Jesus' name. Amen. Deus te dê a graça de você sair lá para fora e falar para toda a gente sobre as grandes coisas que Jesus fez sobre a tua vida. Em nome de Jesus, amém. Listen, if we don't become witnesses, I'm telling you, Satan has entered into people and he's feeding them with lies and so many evil things to speak against the church, to speak against Jesus, to speak against the work of God, so that people cannot relate and have nothing to do with a church that can be a blessing to them. You have nothing to do with pastors, God's servants, that can be a blessing to them. It is time for Christians to rise up, to defend the work of God, to defend the church, to defend the holy servants of God, and let us proclaim the gospel and the good news and make Jesus popular in this dark world. Else few people shall be saved. Muita gente, o diabo está a encher ele de falsas e promessas, mentiras falsas. Você está a encher sobre as suas cabeças, de tal forma que eles não acreditem na igreja, não acreditem nos pastores que podem ser uma bênção para eles. E é nosso dever levantarmos, declararmos todas essas pessoas que podem ser uma bênção para eles. E a igreja também pode ser uma bênção para eles, senão ninguém será salvo. People need the Lord. Listen, in America alone, over 500,000 people have died since the pandemic. In Brazil, I am told that about 4,000 people die every day. All these people, when they die, where are they going? Na América, mais de 500 mil pessoas morreram por causa desta pandemia. No Brasil, eu vi quase 4 mil pessoas morrem por dia. Onde é que todas essas pessoas estão a ir? 
Satan, the Bible talks about say that Jesus called him the Medra. In John 8 44, he said he's a Medra. Anytime you see people dying, it means that Satan is at work. What are we doing as Christians? We need to rise up and witness and draw people to Christ. Without people coming to Christ, they'll become victims of Satan's wickedness. I'm telling you. A Bíblia diz que Satanás é homicida em João 8,44. Se nós não falarmos com as pessoas acerca de Cristo, quem Cristo é, o diabo vai mentir para elas e vai, vai matar todas elas. Se nós não falarmos acerca de Jesus, te digo a verdade. That is why Jesus' heart was broken. When Peter became so selfish and unconcerned about the sheep, about the people, he had gone out fishing, he had left the ministry, he had left the church, he was doing his own thing. And Jesus kept asking, Jesus, Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? If you love me, you will feed my sheep, you will feed my lamb, you will attend to my people. If you really love me, you will be concerned with the people I am concerned about. E por isso Jesus ficou desapontado com Pedro. Depois de todo ter desconfiado da igreja para ele, Pedro deixou todo o seu trabalho de salvar almas e foi de novo a pescar. E Jesus, quando voltou para ele, perguntou, Pedro, será que você me ama? Se tu me amasses de verdade, então ia alimentar os meus cordeiros. Before Saul became Paul, he was possessed with evil spirit. He had so many bad things to say about the church and against pastors. He went about saying, creating all false, all forms, all forms of lies and false accusations against men of God to the extent that Stephen was stoned and killed because of Saul. Quando Paulo, antes de se converter, era Saul, a Bíblia diz que ele andava em todo lugar procurando, falando coisas mais negativas acerca da igreja que até causaram com a morte de Stephen. And the Bible says that on the road of Damascus, as he went about doing evil to the body of Christ and to the apostles and the disciples, Jesus struck him blind. And he heard a voice and the voice asked him in, in, in Acts chapter 9, he said, So, so, why persecutors that me? And so answered and said, Who are thou? E ele ouviu uma voz em Atos capítulo 9, versículo 4, que dizia, Saul, Saul, por que que me persegue? Ele disse, quem é você? And Jesus had introduced himself, said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. Paul was shocked. He said, hey, I told Jesus you died some months ago, some years ago. But what you didn't know was that you thought you were fighting against Peter. You thought you were stoning Stephen. You thought you were persecuting the church. But what you don't know is that Jesus Christ is the church. He is the body of Christ and his servants are his representatives. As you attack them, you attack the anointing on their life, the Holy Spirit, Jesus himself. So he said, Paul, Saul, you are attacking something you're not supposed to attack. You can't kick against the prick. You hurt yourself. Ele respondeu, sou eu, Jesus deve se apresentar, disse, sou eu, Jesus, a quem tu persegues. Ele pensava, estava a perseguir Pedro, Tiago, e até estava a petrejar Estevão, sem saber que era o próprio Jesus, porque Jesus Cristo é a igreja, e seus pastores são os seus representantes. Ele disse para ele, você não pode pisar, não pode chutar contra guilhões. Saul's experiences, Saul, who later became Paul, after this experience, he went about testifying, 
about, about, about the experiences he had had with Jesus. And he told the whole world, he told kings, presidents, anywhere he found himself, he told them that I was a blasphemer. I was injurious to the church, but I have obtained mercy from the Lord. Depois dessa experiência, ele procurou por todo lugar a falar com toda a gente como ele era injúrio, blasfemo, mas apanhou misericórdia da parte de Deus. He said in 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 12, he said, I thank Jesus Christ our Lord, who has enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, who was before a blasphemer, a blasphemer is someone who speaks against holy things, but I was a blasphemer and a persecutor. I persecuted people. I persecuted the church. I persecuted pastors. I was in jealous. I was a wicked person. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly and in an unbelief. Listen, I am showing you how to be a witness of Jesus Christ. You must go and tell people about your experiences. Tell people about your past, your mistakes, what you have done wrong. People should know that Jesus is merciful. God is merciful. Estou a falar como ser testemunha. Estou a dizer que deves ir falar com as pessoas acerca das tuas experiências, coisas que você já passou, para as pessoas verem que Jesus é misericordioso e Deus é misericordioso. He said, I was a blasphemer. I was in jealous. I was a persecutor of the church. I was in jealous to the apostles. I created injury, emotional injury, fear. They were running away from me. But all these things, God showed me mercy. What are the mercies God has shown you for your wickedness, from your bad behavior, from your past? It is time to let people know and understand that Jesus is merciful if you repent. Disse eu era blasfemador, perseguidor da igreja de pastores, injuriador, casei muitas dores, injúrias, medos sobre os apóstolos. Está na altura também de mostrar a todo mundo as coisas que Jesus fez para ti, para que eles saibam que Jesus é misericordioso. Pray for you tonight. May God touch your heart. May you become a witness. May you become those who promote God, his kingdom, and anything that has to do with his kingdom. May you never be used by the devil, but may you be a witness of Jesus and his works and his mercies and his great things that he does and he has done in your life. Amen. Word por texto noite que Deus toque o teu coração para que você seja um testemunho acerca dele, para que você seja um promotor, que você nunca seja usado pelo diabo como aqueles que vão denigrir, reduzir a sua igreja. Em nome de Jesus, eu oro. Amém. God bless you for making time to be part of our midweek service. My prayer for you is that you will be a witness of Jesus Christ. You know the stories of Jesus. You have experienced his salvation. You know how your life used to be 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, and how he saved you and changed your life. Some of your friends and colleagues are sick. Some of them have died of a disease because of their past lives. But look at you here today. Look at what God has done for you. What are you doing to say thank you until you become a witness and be a supporter of the work of God and the message God has shown you? In Jesus' name, Amen. Deus te abençoou bastante e mostrou-te grande misericórdia. Olha para os teus amigos, alguns deles até já estão mortos, mas você experimentou de uma grande misericórdia. Você também seja testemunha para declarar desse amor e essa misericórdia. Que Deus te abençoe. 
Father, I pray for your children. I pray for all those who are connected to this seminar and heard your word today. I pray that you touch their hearts, that they shall become witnesses of you in every where they find themselves in Jesus' name. Amen. Pai, oro por todos aqueles que estão conectados a este culto, que o Senhor faça deles testemunhas em qualquer lugar onde eles se encontrarem, em nome de Jesus Cristo. Amém. Now let me pray for you. Maybe you are joining us for the first time. Somebody invited you here, but you are not born again. You don't have that personal relationship with Jesus. And you want to say, Pastor, please lead me to Christ and pray with me tonight. Se você está aqui pela primeira vez que eu orar contigo, talvez alguém convidou-te para este lugar, mas não és nascido de novo, não tens uma relação pessoal com Cristo. Eu quero dizer, pastor, ora comigo, eu quero dar minha vida para Cristo. Diga, Senhor Jesus. Senhor Jesus. Tenha misericórdia sobre mim, porque eu sou pecador. Have mercy upon me, because I'm a sinner. Tenha misericórdia sobre mim. Perdoa meus todos pecados, Senhor. Have mercy upon me. Forgive me for all my sins, Lord. Eu sei que eu fiz muitas coisas erradas, mas peço perdão esta noite. I know that I did many wrong things, but tonight I ask for forgiveness. Eu creio que você morreu por meus pecados. Então salva-me através de seu sangue, Jesus. I believe that you died for my sins, so I pray that you save me through your blood, Lord Jesus. E venha ficar no meu coração como meu Senhor e meu Salvador pessoal. Come and stay in my heart as my Lord and my personal Savior. A partir deste momento, eu confesso que eu sou nascido, nascido de novo. From this moment, I confess that I am born again. Então, Senhor Jesus, escreve meu nome no livro da vida. So, Lord Jesus, I pray that you write my name in the book of life. Enche-me com seu Espírito Santo para ser nova criatura em Cristo. Fill me with your Holy Spirit that I will be a new creature in Christ. Obrigado, Jesus, por me aceitar. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for accepting me. Amen. Thank you for praying this important prayer with us tonight. I believe that it doesn't matter how sinful the mistakes you have made in the past, once you have prayed this prayer, Jesus has saved you, has forgiven you from your sins and from all your mistakes, and you are now a new creature, a child of God. Hallelujah. Obrigado por fazer esta oração conosco. Não importa todos os muitos pecados que você já tenha cometido, Jesus já te limpou e te lavou de todos eles e te fez uma nova criatura. Deus o abençoe por ouvir esta mensagem. Visite hoje www.facebook.com para Bishop Apache para mais mensagens, vídeos e informações sobre os próximos eventos e muito mais. E lembre-se de que Deus não nos deu o espírito de medo, mas de poder, de amor e de uma mente santa.